Good morning and welcome to the Robin Report. I'm your host, Elliot Robin, so get ready to get triggered. Good morning, and welcome to the uh, Rabin Report. Um, I'm Elliot Rabin, your host, and today we have a very, very important show, and um, let's let's talk about it. Um, but before before I do, I have my expert panel, as always, Marshall, Adam, and Daniel. How are you guys? Good. Ah, oh, good. Good hey, to hear. Yeah, excited. Very excited. Good. Awesome. So, let's go to our topic right away today we're in part uh three of our five uh sorry part four of our five-part series on the u.s elections we had uh planned to discuss freedom of speech and bill c-51 um after learning but after learning that next week is social justice week at ryerson we completely changed our programming schedule as such, we will be rounding up everything about the elections, including the best debates and best scandals, and much more. So let's get right to it. To begin, I'm going to get individual responses from our panelists and move to a debate later on in the show, just because it's a very special episode and it's going to be done a bit differently. There we go. That's a better shot. Okay. So let's start with you, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Beginning with the candidates. Also, we have time limits on each thing, so let's uh, yeah, let's keep sure. it short. We have five minutes for this first question, so I'll let each of you have about you know a minute. Um, so, beginning with the candidates, did you believe that the running candidates would be the ones chosen to represent their parties? Daniel, um, I think it made it probably most realistic to have Hillary Clinton be the the nomination for for the democrats donald trump like in the beginning you couldn't really tell and obviously it was like a surprise of of that particular republican nomination to see donald trump people were probably assuming that it was going to be jeb bush or um even potentially maybe john Kasich, but probably not i don't think so but donald trump makes makes sense i guess yeah okay Mm -hmm. um marshall we'll go to you next well again uh hillary clinton was for sure a shoe in uh, when it comes to the Republicans, um, when Trump first announced he was running, uh, you know, he has run for president before. This isn't the first time. And I thought it was going to be a repeat of uh, what had happened before. I thought there was no way that the uh, GOP would take him seriously. I thought, uh, well, I was hoping it would be Rand Paul. Um, as everyone knows, I love Rand Paul. But um, <clears throat> I, I thought it was going to be Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush was the most realistic guy for me. Um but then, uh, you know, once Trump started uh, gaining momentum and he started putting out policy and he started um, showing uh, his prowess for debating, then, uh, you know, that there was no one else it could be, really. Okay, next we have uh, Adam. What's, uh, what's your take? Um, well, as many of you know, I'm a very big Bernie Sanders <coughs> fan. Uh, and there was a moment in the uh, primaries that he had won a string of about six or seven primaries that I thought he might have a chance of being the Democratic nominee. And um, I really hope that um, he would have gotten the nomination. I knew it was going to be Hillary Clinton, but I had hope for... 
I had hope for Bernie Sanders. Um, as far as Republicans go, I honestly thought that the Republicans were going to choose someone very stable uh, without any controversy, uh, especially after Mitt Romney's controversy in the 2012 election. Mm-hmm. He, um, his Mormonism, Mormonism came a lot into light, and I thought they were just going to go with a very kind of bland sort of boiled rice approach. So I thought it was going to be Marco Rubio for a while. I know he hadn't won a lot. Um, the only state he won, I believe, was Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah. And he lost his own state. And he as lost well, his own state. So but at the beginning, I thought it was going to be him. Um, especially after the Iowa uh, caucus, because they all won equal amounts of delegates. So I thought it was going to be him or then Ted Cruz, but I did not think it was going to be Donald Trump. At first, Ted Cruz seems like he's a viable option. Yeah. And then after, like, obviously, like, you got to do a lot more research into yeah. every particular candidate. And I think <laughs> the problem was, like, he start, when he starts saying like certain things that are like offensive and stuff like that, like an example, like being like the Islamophobia and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Even if Donald Trump says, says has said some stuff like yeah. that, it's just it didn't sound hateful. Cruz mm-hmm. was actually so, more extreme. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So now, um, in terms of uh, the debates for each one of you, I'll start with um, Marshall this time. Uh, which debate was the most memorable? and why as in best insults best moderators most entertaining and yeah what's your what's your response to that anytime you have uh donald trump speaking it's going to be a good time um you know when it comes to entertainment value obviously that's not what uh, we're going for here but uh, that is just a massively important thing to so many people uh, anything with Donald Trump is going to be very entertaining. All three debates was uh, just full of a lot of uh, great Trump lines, Trump uh, retorts to uh, Hillary. Um, I think uh, most people can agree that Chris Wallace was the best moderator. Uh, I think 100%. he he had the real uh, hard hitting questions, the the meat and potatoes of the uh, of the election, and uh, I think he did his job as moderator the best. And then um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to content um of what the the two candidates said and how they uh, both performed i think um despite the uh despite uh some of the good moments of the second debate where uh you had your ken bone and um your uh because you'll be in jail um you know it was it was a pretty pretty boring debate the first and 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 just the the content that came from both of them was just um not hard-hitting, wasn't meaningful, but the first and third debates, uh, they both said a lot of meaningful and um, important things. Okay, we'll uh, move to Adam now. Adam, what are your thoughts Um, on the best debate? I think that, you know, we all, the the last three recent Canada debates are all in in memory, but um, I feel like we have to go back and touch on the, the primary debates, because I felt that a lot of them had had good zinger moments and, and good um, and good and memorable moments uh, from Trump calling Jeb Bush too weak. Um, and I believe it was Rand Paul that tried to sort of uh, debunk the sort of idea that people had of the Republican Party that they're trying to vet out all Muslims. It was like, no, that's not what we're doing. Um, you had John Kasich being very kind of pro-women's rights. You had Bernie Sanders, you know, telling the cameras that the American people are tired of hearing about her damn emails. <laughs> um, and, 
even debates like Martin O'Malley, when Martin O'Malley was like, you don't need a submachine Uzi to defend yourself when he was trying to justify the ban of semi-automatic weapons. Um, this is what formed the candidates that we have today. A lot of Bernie Sanders ideas, you know, sort of merged in with Hillary Clinton's campaign. A lot of the other Republicans uh, that were in the debates that dropped out started to either support Trump or Trump. It's a pick- to get more exactly, though. exactly. Yeah. And um, I think that uh, a lot of those are memorable. But obviously, the second one, the second town hall debate for me, was the most memorable one for the Republicans. Okay, and um, Adam, oh, sorry, not Adam, <laughs> Daniel, what's uh, what's your take on it? Sorry, what was the question again about the debate? Which um, which was more which one was more important? Yeah, which which debate was the most uh, entertaining? Uh, best insults, best moderators. Which was the most memorable for you? Um, I personally think the second debate was the most entertaining for the sole purpose that it had two moderators, and I also, although I did not agree with the attack that like the personal attack they had on Donald Trump because it's just unfair to personally like, attack and be biased towards one political candidate regardless of your political views um i feel like there that was the one debate where they actually discussed more politics like more actual politics and their policies and their issues and they weren't being as like they were like attacking each other but you can kind of get to what they were kind of saying you kind of were able to understand it wasn't just a one-on-one attack and yeah, stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. yeah Okay, and uh, we have some time left. Uh, so what did you guys think? We don't have any audio of it, but what did you guys think of the Al Smith dinner? It didn't get as much coverage as I think it should have because it was pretty, pretty damn funny. Um, <laughs> basically, the Al Smith dinner is uh, in memory of a man named Al Smith um, about raising money for uh, Catholic children that don't have, you know, um, the ability mm-hmm. to go to school. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, yeah and like so so he invited both uh Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump and uh it was a religious event, right? Organized yeah. by religious uh leaders, but basically they turned it into a roast of each other mm-hmm. and uh it was it was pretty good. So uh this time I'll start with Adam. What did you think of that and do you have any best lines? Um look, I I'm all for stuff like that. I think that uh you know Stuff like the White House Correspondents' Dinner and stuff like that. It's all in good fun. It's all in good taste. There's nothing wrong with it. <coughs> but more important for me, the Al Smith Dinner was a reminder that Clinton and Trump are very close friends. They're part of the same circle of people. They they were friends and their children were friends before this election. Um, I think that they still are friends and they're just putting on sort of this mean face uh, for the cameras and such. Um, you know, they sat one seat away from each other. You know, Donald Trump, uh, as a gentleman, moved Hillary Clinton's seat out before she sat down. Um, you know, they, they, they smiled at each other. They clapped for each other. They shook hands. Like, this is, you know, the the elitist dinner. It, it, it's a fundraiser. This is where the top 1%, sorry to sound like Bernie Sanders, but this is where the top 1% go and sit for, for events. And, um... It's, it's just kind of a reminder of that, and people kind of forget that. You know, in, in, in different interviews, Trump would say that, you know, Clinton would make a great president and, and such. So they're not that different after all. Um, obviously, my favorite joke was when uh, Trump made fun of his wife. Yeah. <laughs> when he was like, you know, Michelle Obama, four years ago, great speech. My wife makes the same speech, and people hate on her for it. And that, I found that really funny, even though it was heavily scripted. But still, you know. All in good fun. Now I'll go to 
I'll go to uh, Daniel next. What are your thoughts on uh, the Al Smith dinner? Um, I really, to be honest, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I didn't really pay attention as much to it. Um, maybe just like a little bit of coverage and stuff like that. Like, I was just more focused on education and studying and stuff. But um, I thought it was interesting. I, I think it's a good. I think it's a very good idea that that dinner was used. Like, it's a good way to like uh, make everything in a lighter sense and like not to focus only on the election. That there's other positives. We don't have to be only strictly focusing on the election. Yeah, yeah. And it's a very good cause, and I understand that. So. Um, I think like maybe like certain some some of Donald Trump's jokes were very they were okay. Obviously they were scripted like Adam said, but the key thing was I think uh, the one thing the one memorable moment I saw was like Donald Trump made some some particular joke and uh, one of the men behind him just reacted to his joke and he just fought full on like eyes completely open his mouth like he like oh my goodness like I can't believe he said that you know yeah, yeah. he's like oh my god like that would have been that was bad. hilarious that's the one thing I was like that's pretty good. But it's good. I don't really. I couldn't even tell you too much about Hillary Clinton either. I forget what she said and stuff like that. It wasn't as memorable. Yeah, you know. But that's the thing. I think just Hillary Clinton doesn't have that like wow factor in order to say something more. She doesn't have the impact. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, yeah, she can't really say anything like that. And she's she's boring, and that's always been one of her uh, downfalls. Exactly. So uh, my thoughts on the Osmith dinner. Um, I thought. Sorry, I didn't already go. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> okay. No, it's okay. Um, the uh, uh, the jokes were were good. I mean, you can tell which ones were written by the candidates, which ones were written for the candidates, especially mm-hmm. with Donald. Yeah. Um, I really liked the uh, the one where, uh, like uh, Adam said, where uh, Trump made the joke at the expense of his wife. Um, <clears throat> however, I think uh, they both got a bit uh, too far at times when um, when Trump had said uh, Hillary deceives the people. By having one public policy and one private policy, for example, here she, here she is tonight pretending not to hate Catholics. <laughs> that was super awkward for everybody. Yeah. And then when it Hillary was. said, "It'll be awkward when the former presidents gather at the White House for the presidential photo," how is Barack going to get through the Muslim ban? Oh. And yeah, that was oh, the whole place just went way. silent. <laughs> that's uh. That's that's something else. I mean, like at roasts, obviously people like will go as yeah, far as they'll yeah. push the, uh, the the envelope. However, um, that was just awkward. This is a bunch of old Catholic men, like you know. Yeah, you can't push the envelope too far. With yeah. Catholic men. Okay, so yeah, we're uh, so far we're on time. Let's go to the next question. Um, well, this is a. Uh, Okay, so I'm about to get really uh, triggered here. Um, this question is very personal, and I will answer it myself. The question is, can Trump be compared to Hitler? The answer is no. Uh, absolutely not. He has said uh, some things that uh, are, you know, are considered racist and sexist, of course, but comparing him to someone that... Uh, that is responsible for the deaths of six million Jewish people. It's it's extremely ignorant and irresponsible for anyone uh, to think and say that. In terms of policies, any argument can be made whether he he is mostly related to uh, his policies are mostly related to Hitler's or Hillary's are most related to Hitler's. But comparing the two people side by side is just unacceptable um it's uh it's it's an issue that's very um very uh dear to me just because it's so infuriating you're you're disrespecting Mm -hmm. the six million jews that were murdered in the holocaust by comparing donald trump who 
has said some things, okay? Not necessarily I agree with those those things, but he has not murdered anybody. So let's not let's not go there. Um, that was my uh, off the record thing, even though we're on the record. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I just needed, I really needed to get that out. And um, yeah, I mean, we're do you guys friends. have any thoughts and on that? Here's here's what's interesting about that is. Um, of course, I would never, I, I, I mean, from the beginning, even before I liked Donald Trump, even back when I thought he was awful, um, people comparing him to Hitler is actually what sparked my interest in him because, you know, I always thought that was just such a terrible thing to say about somebody. Obviously, this man is not, I mean, it's, it's a terrible accusation. And I started researching Trump's policies and um, just for the sole purpose of being able to defend him from the people baselessly calling him um, a Nazi and things like that. And that's where I discovered that I liked his policies. I was, um, so it's the, uh, the detractors, the Trump detractors who, um, who made a Trump fan out of me. The deplorables. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to that, I noticed that you said um, Trump says things, but he hasn't murdered anybody. Yeah. And I've, I've used that argument too. And people mm-hmm. um, who I've said that to have brought up the interesting point that um, Hitler hadn't murdered people until after he was in office, and so that gave oh, me some thinking. Well, However, uh, oh, there's a I guess, future but, possibility, right? Uh, I mean, you could say that with anybody. <laughs> there's true. just no, there's yeah, no right, reason right. to say that. It's it's completely baseless. You could say the same thing about Bernie Sanders. You could say, well, you know, like Bernie Sanders might have his uh, have uh, concentration camps. You don't know. Like Hitler yeah, didn't he do might that. Murder the one percent. You never know. Yeah. Um, it. Completely baseless, and you could say the same thing about anybody. Um, and you know where I think it started um, was with the uh, um, the Muslim database. And yeah. Trump made a non-committal comment saying that he would be open to having a um, a database of Muslim Americans. When CNN and MSNBC got a hold of that, they started spinning it as Trump's going to make every single Muslim in America wear a badge like the Jews had to do in Nazi mm-hmm. Germany. And um, I think that, and they knew what they were doing. That wasn't an innocent mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They knew what they were doing. They saw an opportunity to make Trump look like a Nazi, and they took it. Um, look, I, I, I cringe when I say it because I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> But when Trump came into light, I was a very much one of those left-wing haters mm. that you all hear about. I I would share every AJ Plus post about, you know, comparing him to a Nazi and bringing out fascism in him and all these terrible things and you know, I I you know, my my mother is Jewish and I do have a Jewish connection. I've been mm-hmm. to Yad Vashem in Israel. My my family left um Romania when uh, Hitler invaded the Sudetenland Mm -hmm. because they thought that that would be the end of it. So they all, one went to what was then known as Palestine. The others went to South America. Um, Look, I, you cannot make that kind of comparison, point blank and simple. Um, There's a limit about how far you can hate Donald Trump. Sure, you might think he's an Islamophobic, homophobic, racist, cool, whatever. Paint him in any color, misogynist, uh, 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 ugly, disgusting, pink. (laughs) Go for it. Paint him in any color you want. But the one name you cannot give him is Adolf Hitler. I, it's, 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 (laughs) it's incredible that anybody could make that comparison. 
like Hitler, the pro- the progression against the vetting of Jews in 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 Germany and in surrounding states by the time the Nazi Party had come to rise. You know, first it started with. Uh, seizing assets, then it, you can't go to certain stores. Then there were curfews. Then there was the badges. Was then there was the right? getter, yeah. the ghettos. Then there was the concentration camps. Then there was all these experiments and whatever. Do you think Trump is really gonna do that with Muslims? It's twenty sixteen. That's the thing. And with 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 <laughs> Hitler in, in yeah. with Hitler, um, the Holocaust might have might not have happened in different times. Yeah. Right. So. Um, in fact, Continue. Sorry. you can make the argument that the Holocaust is the reason why everybody is so up in arms of the treatment of Muslims mm-hmm. because they're, they're, they're watching. They're like, hey, 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 you know, this could go back to, to Nazi Germany. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Even before anything has happened yet, mm-hmm. there is, there is, you know, discrimination and people are like, whoa, whoa, listen, listen, we're, we're targeting, um, we're targeting a specific minority PSA, PSA, ping, 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 like red, red alert kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's okay. It's ah, uh, it's I, just I'm triggered. I'm sorry. Like it, it's just it, it's 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 so troubling, and you can't. I can't really blame people for thinking that just because it's the media that influences people's decisions, and sometimes you're just caught up, call caught all up in it, and you you really don't know who or what to believe. But in all honesty, it's just. It's, it's very troubling. I I don't even have words to express yeah, how that, how I'm much it affects like me personally yeah. and and you as well. Just yeah. with that with uh you know the Jewish background that you know um and but obviously not even as a Jew to like, realize uh, like that exactly not insane. to realize right. I'm just perspective wise. Yeah yeah yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah. obviously you don't have to be Jewish to comment on something relating yeah. to Jewish affairs and that's mm-hmm. um you know and, and that it would is be fair, so but, just offensive to to Jews to make that comparison. Yeah. I I think. Um, I mean, I don't know every single Jew in, in, the, in the world. I have a lot of Jewish friends, though. And, you know, you talk to any, any Jewish person most of the time, they will not appreciate that, uh, yeah. that comparison. Mm-hmm. To say the least. Even, yeah. even Jews who support Hillary would not appreciate yeah. that. So yeah, it's yeah. like, like, who are you helping? You're not mm-hmm. doing Quick anybody. Quick question, though. But what type of Hillary, what is Hillary's like, ethnic uh, makeup? Does she have any type of she's Jewish not, heritage? Uh, she's, I know Trump is no, a, is a, no so. she's a Methodist, isn't she? Yeah, uh, she's a Methodist, and Trump is a Presbyterian. Is a Presbyterian. Ah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's a division of the the Catholic Church. And the Clintons have been in America for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You did mention that in the previous show. That was, I was talking about the Bushes. Sorry, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean, but both like in terms of political families, will have like long yeah. lasting yeah. ties into the country. Bill Clinton was a senator for Arkansas. For what I know about Arkansas, it's part of the Bible Belt. Yeah, I believe. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So um, they are. Yeah. Um, religion is very ingrained mm-hmm. in there. See, I think like one of the most interesting parts when people try to like compare politicians to like other politicians and stuff like that is like you can do that for almost anybody. Like, yeah. it, you, just because like uh, an example, like Bernie Sanders has some socialist ideas, yeah. doesn't mean you're going to compare him with like Nazism or you're going to yeah. compare him with fascism. People mm-hmm. try to do that. Yeah, as and well. like, mm-hmm. no, I'm just saying like it's wrong for no matter who you do it to, no yeah. matter if you do it to Donald Trump, no matter if you do it to Hillary Clinton. Like me, yeah. yeah. Sorry, quickly, it's I just, just want to mm-hmm. yeah, add go one ahead. more thing. You know, part of that AJ Plus video that I was talking about mm-hmm. was uh, comparing uh, was uh, comparing Donald Trump to fascism because he tweeted a Mussolini quote. Mm-hmm. I can tweet a Mussolini quote. Does that make me a fascist? No. No. Uh, you could be retweeting just to show the ignorance. Exactly. I right? could be even doing that. You don't know the context. Mm-hmm. But people are people are so quick to judge. Yeah, they're like, oh, fascist, you know. 
And yeah, so I just wanted to add that. Like the mm. the reach that the media is trying to get at is is just incredible. Mm-hmm. It's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Okay. What's the next question you want to talk so, about? So yeah, let's move on to um, a less triggering question. I mean, <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the polls. Oh. Before we go to our analysis of the you know legitimate polls, as in. Uh, you know, Fox News, CNN, these types of actual news organizations and um, Pew Research and all that. Uh, let's. Uh, we had a Facebook poll and uh, we had 100 people uh, surveyed uh, at random. And so here are some statistics. Um, let's just look at it. So we had uh, 61 uh males, 33 females, and six people who identify as other, um, and our age range, 82%, um, meaning 82 people, were between the demographic of 18 to 29, just because that's, you know, the people who who, um, reach our our Facebook page, even though we've shared it everywhere, Um, and results-wise, they had the options, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Gary Johnson, Jill Stein, and other, so... Hillary Clinton got 36% of the votes. Donald Trump got 28% of the votes. And others, uh, some of which were uh, a little trolly, but um, they got 27%. Yeah. Gary Johnson got 6% and Jill Stein got 3%. Mm-hmm. Um, and people gave different reasons for why they chose, um, who they chose. Um, I also have some 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 statistics I found uh, from this poll. Thirty six percent of uh, the male supporters support Trump, and that's the majority of the men. Whereas forty five percent of women support Hillary, which is the majority of the female supporters. Um, but just answer wise, um, like some just going, just uh, you know, flying yeah. to whatever. Uh, so, you know, some answer like none are great. Um, somebody said because i do not live in the u.s i have not properly studied them in depth but from what i understand i would not support any of them so that's somebody who wrote undecided um whereas you know here's three arguments about different candidates stein for example has been my candidate for years and the green party has always been my affiliation of choice um uh, an argument for johnson um I like where Johnson stands on social issues such as gay rights and guns while also supporting his responsible fiscal spending and lower tax policy. He seems like a genuinely likable and nice guy, which is important. And this is somebody who supports Trump. Trump is the only one who can make America rule great again, as I solemnly believe he will improve the American market by making it a more domestic-oriented country that fuels its own economy as opposed as opposed to being dependent on other countries. And just to be fair, I ha- I'm going to find uh, somebody who supports Hillary and wrote it. Um, for example, um, or give me something. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find one. Um, okay, Hillary's a proven civil servant whose current platform is built off of progressive social ideologies I can firmly support. While I'm weary of her support of trade deals, I have a strong disbelief in the concept of trickle-down economics. So that's just that's just some of the answers that we got in our poll. And I, I want trickle-down economics. Yeah, and I want to thank everybody who did fill it out because it actually you know helped us a lot. We were aiming for a hundred. Um, and, uh, yeah, so now let's look at uh, actual different research that uh, our panelists did. So uh, this time I'll start with 
Daniel, um, what mm-hmm. information did you gather? Um, well, I just looked up like quickly looked through the domestic um, websites, and I saw CBC Canada and their um, polls right now about uh, Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump, and it's pretty surprising to see that. Well, actually, it's not as surprising because given what the media's coverage of like an attack on Donald Trump and stuff like that, showing Hillary Clinton winning right now in terms of the polls, because mm-hmm. uh, we see right now it says Hillary Clinton has 323 projected votes opposed to Donald Trump's 215. And you can see like even through like there's a certain map, like I think that's one of the most interesting parts I like about these type of geographical, like political um, maps and, and data is you see mostly like, like um, Republican voters are surrounded in the Midwest and like in the center of the country, yeah. whereas the West Coast and the East Coast where you typically have more uh, a larger dem- uh, Democrat democratic demographic mm-hmm. and that's always very interesting to see mm-hmm. um yeah and it's pretty yeah it's pretty cool like that. that was one particularly from cbc mm-hmm. right here there's another one here where it has like a five point differential differential I, I can't say that word properly there's a five point difference between hillary clinton and donald trump showing that hillary clinton is a 46.1 percent and donald trump is 40.4 mm-hmm. um and that was from the new york times the second one that i'm talking about mm-hmm. Uh, there's another one here called Real Clear Politics. I wasn't paying attention too much on that one. I saw this one, though, where it's actually like, just asking general people questions about like Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump's views. Mm-hmm. Um, and in certain, it talks about certain issues like, I see, regardless of who you support or trying to be as a, or, and we're trying to be as objective as possible, who do you think will win the presidential election this November? Um, from particular dates, like you typically see, we see... Most most of the people here are supporting Hillary Clinton. So at a certain per- percentage, it was sixty eight percent Hillary people thought Hillary Clinton was going to win, regardless if they actually were a Republican or a Democrat. Um, and then they lowered it all the way to fifty five percent. So you see that like all of these debates and all of these um, media coverage has a lasting impact on changing people's views, and that's yeah, good to yeah. see because um, you shouldn't be one hundred percent concrete about a mm-hmm. voter and stuff like that. Imagine if like you're only like Donald Trump's views, and regardless of what you see on the media, and it hasn't swayed you at all, yeah. you have to doubt and stuff like that. You yeah. need a second opinion. You need more information to always develop a good. You always have to critically think yeah, about for what sure. You One thing about this though is like when they're talking about po- like certain political issues that stand out in the debates, they're saying. Um, I'm going to mention a few issues uh, issues for each of them mm-hmm. and I want and do you think Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump would better handle that issue as president? Um, people think that Donald Trump would handle the economy much better than Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. um, and they also think that Donald Trump would handle terrorism to a much more effective standpoint. I can even agree with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and yeah, they were saying how Hillary Clinton would 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 better handle immigration and that Hillary Clinton would better handle foreign policy. Mm-hmm. So with those four different like views you can kind of see how different like their like their political opinions are, mm-hmm. but there are certain pros and cons to every single thing. I can definitely see Donald Trump like maybe if he would get elected, trying to focus on domestic, um, on trying to improve the economy and how like he's always trashed like NATO and NAFTA and stuff like that. And you rather focus on getting more taxes in order to bring the economy, yeah. and that's cool. And Donald Trump would just like would have like this almost rule with an iron fist personality and trying to handle terrorism mm-hmm. and just like he's like he doesn't want to like have any red tape he just wants to get whatever objective mm-hmm. done and just to like do stuff like that and i can definitely see hillary clinton has a more general appeal yeah. to like uh visible minorities mm-hmm. and that's how they could handle immigration issues better yeah. and since hillary clinton's like um appointment as secretary of state and she's like unfortunately she she hasn't that good uh diplomatic views with putin and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i can see like her like working with other countries 
and in a much more effective way is Donald Trump will just be like head bashing with other foreign leaders yeah. and stuff like that. Those uh, is, that's what I saw yeah. in terms of polls. And it's always interesting to see this type of information, but it's just numbers more than anything yeah. too, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, you Let's go, go to yeah, okay. Marshall uh, next. <clears throat> well, really all of the major polls are uh, showing Clinton in the lead. Some of them uh, seem a bit uh, ridiculous. I'm seeing the, um, the APGFK poll. I'm not sure what that is. I've actually never heard of it, but I mean, it's, um, it's on New York Times list of the major polls. Uh, Clinton's got a 14 point lead. I think that's a bit, uh, and then, uh, USA Today poll, which, um, Clinton's got a 10 point lead in. That's uh, also a bit, um, incredulous. Um, so I'm seeing more likely ones like the Rasmussen one where Clinton has a one point lead. Uh, TIPP, Clinton has a two-point lead. Even CNN's poll where Clinton has a five-point lead. Uh, that's believable. I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm seeing that uh, there's a, uh, a, a problem with the polling. Um, yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of people I've spoken with um, through Twitter and Facebook who are voting in the U.S. haven't been polled. Um, I think uh, polls are just not the best way to uh, look at who's going to who's going to win. <laughs> they have been accurate to uh, to a certain degree. I think um, they've been accurate when um, we've not been in an election as crazy as this. I think this election um, you can't uh, you can't go by this. Uh, interestingly, I was reading about a professor. Uh, you guys may have also read this. Um, a U of T. No, no, oh, okay. no. That's uh, that's a one for a different <laughs> yeah. story. So this is a uh, professor named uh, Helmut Norputh. He is from. Oh yeah, uh, this guy is the one that um, predicted almost every election. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, every was election, like surprising accuracy. Yeah, 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 every okay. single election except for one. Uh, Which he's one was from, it? Uh, actually, doesn't say. He doesn't say. <clears throat> Whatever. I mean, that's accurate enough, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, with the exception of two thousand. Okay. Oh, nobody. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Nobody that. saw that. That was uh, Al Gore, Al Gore Bush. and Bush. Yeah. So uh, he's from uh, New York uh, University, and uh, he says that uh, Trump will win because of Trump's performance in the primaries, which is a great argument. I think. I think. Um, like, really, who was the star of the primaries? Of course, it was Trump. Yeah. Um, Hillary was just, I mean, barely scraped by. Um, in terms of the uh, not not in terms of uh, winning the nomination, yeah. but in terms of approval, how much people liked her. Yeah, no one liked for, her. For Everybody liked. It's been in the public eye yeah. for so long to have Bernie Sanders come within a hair of beating her. Mm-hmm. It's really something. Um, but yeah, of course, uh, Sanders is never going to win the nomination. That's just the way the that. Uh, I knew DNC that. works. You um, know it. I know it. And not because Everybody he was the it. not the better candidate, um, but that's how the DNC works. They are not obligated to go by a public vote. They're obligated. They they don't have any obligation. They do what they want. Yeah, it's a private organization. Um, <clears throat> so looking at these polls, uh, very very um, pessimistic for Trump. However, I'm not going to rule out a Trump victory just because this has been such a crazy election um, and anything can happen. And one more point I have. I'm shocked that we are at the same level in polls that we were in February. I think that um, these videos, um, these emails, um, all these things from WikiLeaks coming out about Clinton would have affected her her polling a little bit. But not in the same way. I'm, yeah, I'm a little whatsoever. disappointed. Yeah. I just, I mean, like the um, the O'Keefe videos that came out that proved that the DNC was organizing 
um, disruptions. Uh, well, no, the the disruptions at the Trump rallies. They're organizing the uh, the riots. Yeah, they paid people. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I can't believe that the the public is not taking this into the into account. And may, maybe they are, and uh, the polls just aren't showing it. But uh, that's my two cents on it. Uh, look, I. This election has actually opened my mind a lot to the Democratic versus Republican ideology base and, and whatnot. Um, I wanted to bring up uh, a poll that was done in 1980 during the Carter and Reagan election. Uh, actually, uh, on October 26th in 1980, two weeks before the election, the Gallup poll, which is one of the more known ones, had Jimmy Carter at 47% and Ronald Reagan at 39 um, the election actually ended up being one of the greatest landslides in history that Carter actually conceded before California was closed. And the final tallies ended up being 51 uh, Reagan, Carter 41. So, and this is two weeks before the election as well. Two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, what, yeah. uh, 36 years ago yesterday. Yeah, 36 years ago yesterday. I didn't feel like doing the math. Thank you, Marshall. <laughs> um, that wasn't sarcastic, but. I know. Um, you know, even with the Gore and Bush election, and and with the Dukakis, everybody uh, thought Gore was Reagan win, election. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, anything can happen in a heartbeat. If you want to bring it back to Canada, Mulcair was leading for a while. Harper mm-hmm. was leading for a while, and then a week before the election, the red wave happened. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, I know Canadian politics is boring, but anyway. Um, <laughs> You know, polls don't even say much. You want to go back to the primaries. If anybody remembers the Michigan, the Michigan Democratic mm-hmm. primary, people called it for Clinton, like almost from the beginning. And then Sanders came out and just and and, just and trumped it. Everything, yeah. Yeah, he went fifty to forty-eight in Michigan. You know, polls don't mean a lot. And going off what Marshall was saying, this election has been crazy. You know, the Trump videos came out. Three weeks before the election, the Podesta emails came out around the same time. Who knows what can happen from now until November 8th? You know, I uh, campaigned for Olivia Chow during the mayor race. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was also leading for a while. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was one of the few volunteers that went down with the ship instead of going to Tory's campaign. And people... um, People... The polls didn't matter up until like three or four days before the election. And uh, that's that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for like the last poll that CNN will do going into the election. And I'm even looking at the states that are voting early and seeing how that's going. Like in North Carolina. If you could predict like a poll differentiate, differential, like how much do you think it is? Like right now, let's say right now it's I at 5%. I still think Clinton is going to win, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's going to be a lot closer mm-hmm. than people make it out to be. Yeah, because Marshall was bringing us numbers of like yeah. 1 or 2% difference. Yeah. I think that's a realistic yeah. possibility. There are a lot of toss-up states this election, like yeah. big ones like Texas, mm-hmm. Ohio, Pennsylvania. Is California yeah. still? Oh, no, 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 California's never up. been a toss-up. Well, maybe no, no. it has. I don't know. Um, now, no, it's a, Sorry, I, what I meant is like, it's a yeah. guaranteed. Like Florida, the, uh, 29 delegates. Um, Texas, 38 um, Pennsylvania twenty, like Ohio eighteen. These are big states that can that Trump can Georgia? get. Georgia, 
Georgia says it's yeah, Georgia well, sixteen. Georgia yeah. used to be a Democrat state. I yeah, know, yeah. Jimmy Carter is a Georgia yeah. senator. Um, now I just have one more point. I, I do know that we have to move on soon, but yeah, um, we yeah. Uh, now a lot of people disagree with me on this, and feel free to. Uh, I just I think that Trump is going to bring out a lot of people who don't usually vote, and I think uh, that's exactly what Justin Trudeau did. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, I yeah, yeah. no one no one no one agrees with me on this. I think but Justin gonna, Trudeau bringing out like young voters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes um, sense. Trump's yeah. going to bring out the blue collar workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, uh, people were saying that more people vote for Trump than for Clinton, mm-hmm. like just in numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you even see like the comparison with the rallies as well. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. Like in terms of how Clinton much did the rally? Clinton had to cancel a rally in Ohio because of lack of interest. I was wars. watching some video from Infowars actually, and like there was like some. I think Infowars, I guess you could say, is like a, an American version of the rebel media. Is it slightly well, conservative? Mm, no, but no? It's, it's it is conservative. Yes. Okay, okay so uh, it's not as like satirical and stuff like that. They're doing more doing some show. It's kind of apples to oranges, but yeah. yeah continue. So, my my point be like that's not what I'm trying to say. My point being is like they went to one of those like a rally I think, and there's going to be lots of different events where Hillary, actually Hillary Clinton was supposed to be there, and they have all of these different Democratic um, uh, all these different Democrat, what do you call them? They're just like um Delegates. business, no insiders. Insiders. Business. They're just um hubs like for people yeah, yeah. to like for volunteers, volunteer hubs and stuff like that. And nobody's there yeah. whatsoever. Nobody's yeah. helping volunteer yeah. or anything like that. Like you just see a couple old people, and that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. All right, we gotta move so, on now. Yeah, yeah. So we do have to uh, move on to our next thing. Um, very quickly, just name it without any explanation. Um, each of you, what is uh, both Trump and Clinton's best and worst quality, um, as in election-wise, and how it, how it could affect them. So let's uh, we let's start with Adam this time. Um, for Trump, I think that his best quality is being against uh, the establishment, trying to uproot the system that everybody's been screwed by for years now. Um, his worst. Um, trait, I think, is just his personality. Mm-hmm. People find him slimy. His temperament. His temperament, oh, yeah. but he has <laughs> the best temperament. Um, yeah, honestly, just that. Like his 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 personal life and his personality is, is his biggest downfall. Uh, Clinton, her worst downfall is I can't trust her. No matter how hard I try, mm-hmm. um, there is one uh, economist that was campaigning a lot with Bernie Sanders, and he said that he's going to vote for Clinton with his nose plugged. <laughs> and I think that's one of the best ways to describe Democrat voters. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, you know. Um, and her her best quality, I think, is her uh, her reach with um, visible minorities. Mm-hmm. They trust her. They believe in her. Marshall, we're so, gonna go to you. Uh, Trump, I think uh, his best quality is he's <laughs> he's turning the GOP on its head. He has um, come out with these policies that are so, uh, in my opinion, very. Um, in line with what uh, conservatism is, but uh, that the GOP has never liked. And uh, I like that he's changing conservatism. I like that he's changing what it means to be a Republican, maybe temporarily, maybe permanently, who knows. Worst quality, uh, he's uh, he's a bit of a buffoon. Um, he, uh, he has his foot in his mouth. He's just not a very good speaker. And he just absolutely makes an ass of himself so often. And the, yeah, the sniffing. He does that a lot. <laughs> uh, Clinton, I think, well, her worst quality, just like Adam said, you can't trust her. She is so unbelievably corrupt, and it uh, it scares me. I mean, I could go on and on about the what I don't like about Hillary, but um, it, it scares me the deals she does in the dark, the um, deception of the people that she has orchestrated. 
the colluding with the media to frame Trump as a some sort of uh, dictator-like yeah. figure. Uh, best, I would say, is, I mean, she does have experience. She does have, um, she's she's been a Secretary of State, for better or for worse. Uh, she's been a First Lady. She's been um, Governor's wife. I mean, Senator. Senator, I mean, for better or for worse, regardless of the fact I don't like what she's done in her experience, she has experience. And... Uh Daniel, very quickly, because we have one last thing. Um, Donald Trump's best quality would be probably the way he speaks and the way he's able to rally his voters and stuff like that. Like he says very, con regardless if he's saying something controversial, like even sometimes when he says, it says something very powerful and that people understand. He's very, his jargon, it, it, like the way he speaks is not very, it's simplified in a way so everybody can understand it, no matter what type of demographic you are. His worst quality is the lack of professionalism, I think, just the way he like his mannerisms and just the way he behaves. Such a nasty woman. <laughs> um, Hillary Clinton's best quality would have to be her experience, like Marshall said. I think that, that does make peop people, when they think of a politician, they want to see like what they've done before in order to become the leader of the free world. I think Hillary Clinton's worst characteristic has to be like, She's just not very likable. Yeah. And yeah, just like, yeah, she's just not likable. Awesome. Um, so last week we didn't get a chance. We have to do this really quickly. We're not really going to talk about them. Last week we didn't get a chance to listen to John Oliver's rant on Jill Stein and Gary Johnson, but we have some time now. Let's just listen to the end of how he was describing them. And um, yeah. An ill-tempered mountain molester with a radical dangerous tax plan that even he can't defend or a conspiracy pandering political neophyte with no clear understanding of how government operates and who once recorded this folk rap about the virtues of bicycling. I feel like we just figured out who or what killed Biggie and Tupac. And Mics back on. That was uh, his final remarks uh, about the two candidates. Um, in 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 reality, they really have. Um, let's put it this way: they don't have a shot at this point. It's just between Hillary and Trump. But uh, yes, I do like how Gary Johnson thinks he's like we are the first vote. Like that's funny. But yes or no, it would be interesting to include them in the presidential debates. Oh, for sure, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. especially yes. Gary. Awesome. Uh, I think Joe Stein. No, I feel like Jim Stein's like. I don't know the way she speaks, but like she's probably she's the most like genuine. like yeah she sounds the most genuine. She's sweet. Yeah, she's not. She's so nice. Oh, look at you. Mm. You know, and yeah. and yeah, she's you know talked yeah. about vaccines and all that, but like just she's not. She doesn't seem as corrupt as yeah. But my know, problem with the, my problem with like Joe Stein is like she's very like she can't really like she's if she has a, a particular view. She won't stick to it, and neither yeah. will Gary Johnson. Yeah, they, they'll fall back well, I mean, if somebody goes against them. Gary, you know? Gary Johnson, it's not that he, he flip-flops. It's that he has these uh, views, these, these very strong convictions that he can't defend. Mm -hmm. yeah. He, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw it, but when he was asked about uh, what he'll do about climate change, you know, look in the long run. With the sun's well, yeah, going to evaporate with, the earth. You know? Start with what he's going to do about Aleppo. That's yeah. my question. What, yeah. what is <laughs> like, Aleppo? That's like saying in the beginning of the Republican nomination, like, Guys, really? The presidential nominations, like a year and a half yeah, away. Let's not even worry yeah. about mm -hmm. it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, um, yeah. It would be it would be fun. I think like Ross Perot in the debates in in ninety two, I believe that was a good addition. He was the last independent that made it to the debates, and uh, yeah, I think it was all for the best. Mm -hmm. And I, was, I mean, I was a yeah. I was a Johnson guy for years. Um, it was only in. Um, 
my first year of university when I, I uh, was hearing the things he was saying and I was reading his policies. And his policies look very good until you see them yeah. backed up, you, until you see him try and explain them. Or you see anyone try and explain them. Because Trump, yeah. he can't explain his own policies, but someone can. <laughs> no one can explain Gary Johnson's policies. Um, he's got a good heart. He's got good intentions. Uh, he just can't good back temper. up any of his any of his policies, and he doesn't have a good temper. <laughs> he has had meltdowns oh, yeah. worse than Trump. Um, yeah. yeah, it just it makes it very it, you know it really ruins the libertarian label. I'm not I'm not a libertarian per se, but I do I'm very libertarian leaning, and it really ruins that for a lot of people. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and our last question: Yes or no? Oh, sorry, not yes or no, but which one? Who do you think will win, Daniel? Uh, Clinton. Clinton. Marshall. Um, I'm gonna say. I, I'm gonna say Trump. Just gonna, okay. okay. And I don't know. Adam. I honestly don't know. Give, I, you gotta give one. Come so, on. Okay. You know what? Honestly, I think Clinton will okay. win. Clinton. But Trump has a chance. What about you, man? Um. It's not I who think, you want to win. Uh, yeah, it's who I you think is gonna win. Clinton will win, but. With a very small margin, kind of like in the Quebec referendum. Yeah. yeah, too many. There's too many X factors. So quickly, um, sorry. Do you think who's going to win the House and the Senate? I have no. Is clue. it going to be both Dem or both see, Republican I feel or like we, one of each? I see. I think I, like it's going to be one of the most unproductive. I, yeah. Big, I, I, you know. Sorry. I, I I love the discussion, but we have to go. Um, yeah. Next week we're going to uh, be talking about Social Justice Week at Ryerson, um, and after that we'll have our uh, post elections post-election show um i want to thank everybody who uh tuned in i want to thank everybody who filled out our poll and i want to thank um our our panelists for uh thank you for having us us. um watch the robin report live thursdays at 11 also make sure to check out our facebook page because something uh, something special might happen all right thank you all right thanks